tell us? You think we could listen to the radio or something? Radio? <laughs> Who needs a radio? Ready, Harry? <laughs> Mock! Yeah! Ing! Yeah! Bird! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, Mockingbird, don't everybody have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy me a Mockingbird. And if that Mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring don't change. Hey, Lloyd, look, there's some people who want to ride too. Pick them up. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to All Geeked Out, your number one podcast destination for everything you geek out about. I'm your host, Anthony, and uh, I'm I'm flying this bitch solo today. Um, and the reason for that is this is something, uh, and Emilio, you know, my, my normal co-host uh, and partner here, uh, would agree that uh, this is definitely not a... Uh, a let's say a, a, a kind of a topic that he would be interested in doing uh i, I could tell you right in his own words I, I without even asking him i can just say hey uh you know would you want to do this uh segment on on comedies and he gave me the i'm all set with the comedies guy and you know it's which is funny i i think it's i, I don't know why because he's a funny guy he he does enjoy uh like funny movie quotes and all that stuff and i know we used to watch comedies together but hey you know we get older and as we get older our, our tastes change and uh you know I, I don't i don't hold it against him uh but you know i figure i'd do him a favor and not you know include him in this one because i don't think he he would just uh you know kind of spitefully just not want to make it uh you know just participate like i know he could um so i'm taking the opportunity to just you know do it myself so we're going to get into some, some comedy. Um, and I, you know, looking back and I was making, trying to make, you know, a list of like some of my favorites, some of the things I want to talk about and, you know, a trend was coming through it and I was not, they are all like most of the list that I was making, uh, my, some most of my favorite comedies uh in the past all came like in the 90s you know it's not all of them i mean there's definitely there's definitely some good old school comedy like you know from the 60s 70s uh particularly the 70s in the 80s um after that not so much i mean everything from like 2000 on like in my opinion they're not like really up my alley you know not not stuff that you know hit my what i like in a comedy you know but the 90s it was just that was like you know most of the movie i would just what some of the movies there were just like and I, I can't remember laughing as hard as i laughed at some of the movies that are on this list that i watched in the 90s and could watch them over and over again you know um so that's what i ended up doing like to condense this so because i mean comedy is like a really broad topic uh go on for days and days with this uh so i'm gonna condense this i'm gonna i so that's why i decided to go with my top 10 90s comedy movies okay um so why so why the 90s what what and why you know what 
is my you know definition of a good comedy like what appeals to me in a comedy uh and i kind of i kind of thought about it and it was in there's like three maybe three things like that i look for in a comedy that you know just it just seems to be the formula it's not like i ever thought of doing it but you know i noticed that all the comedies that i like kind of have these three things involved um so let's go through it i mean number one all right irreverence it's got to be irreverent. I love uh, just a, a completely irreverent comedy. And what I mean by that is basically the more people that it would offend, that's the, I like it the most. You know, I just like seeing people get offended. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I just, not that I like seeing people get offended, but I like to see the things that offend certain people. Um, and, you know, the 90s were, you know, that's where like i mean comedy all through the years uh part of being funny is just trying to offend people in a way you know um you know just ask will smith uh but anyway this is uh you know number one my number one thing is irreverence you know it's got to be you got to not be worried about offending people okay uh everything's going to be on the table any topic any any group of people um you know you got to be able to laugh at this shit sometimes you know you can't always take everything so serious um so that's that's one thing that i find that you know i find appealing in in a comedy uh number 2 uh i like it gross i i, I really <laughs> like like gross shit um i mean the and then, then the 90s i mean this was like the heyday of like what they would call like quote-unquote toilet humor um i mean this is when it really came out there i mean it was always there but this was like some some of these movies are just like the whole way through it's just gross out shit you know um and i like that i love it i mean i <laughs> i'll never let's put it this way, i'm like i'm almost i'm gonna be 50 soon and I'll still fucking laugh if somebody farts. I mean, I, I can't, I can't help it. it it's just, it, I find it funny. And I, the more, like, <laughs> the, the more, like, uh, the worse, like, setting, like, the more, like, um, shit, like, the more inappropriate the setting that it occurs in, the better, the funnier, the better. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, I'll just, I've, I've. I'm resigned to the fact that I'll never grow out of that. You know, I'll never just grow out of, of gross out shit being funny to me. And so that's, that's something else that I, that, I, you know, the formula, part of the formula that makes a comedy great for me, uh, is gross out shit, you know? Um, and then lastly, and this is kind of like, not really as important. Well, I guess it, it, in, in my list it is, but, uh, it's kiss the ac the acronym kiss like K I S S keep it simple, stupid. Um, I don't want to see a, a fucking comedy with, where it's like, uh, like a serious like plot. You know what I mean? Like where they, they have these serious stories with, with like, uh, you know, some, some drama and some serious situations and they, you know, they'll cast, comedic actors and so you know it's gonna be like serious stuff with like a infused with a bunch of you know comedy in it and in comic relief um not that that's bad i'm just saying for my list for this for i'm looking for laugh out loud 
uh, just roll on the floor laughing the whole fucking way through comedy, you know? Um, so like keeping a, like a simple plot that you don't even care about the plot. It's just like funny scene after funny scene. That's what I want. Um, you know, and what I mean by this, by like the, those serious plot lines, you know, like stuff like, for, for instance, in the nineties, you got like, uh, like bad boys or, you know, Rush Hour was one or like even before that, like with the 48 hours, the Beverly Hills Cop, like there was serious like topics but it was just, you know, there was comedy, like, kind of inserted in places there and there. Uh, I mean, it was meant as a comedy, but it had, like, those serious, uh, you know, that's those serious storylines in it. Um, those are great. And, I, and, I, and I, like, I like a good one. When they do it right, it's fun. But not for this list. Like, in the, especially in the 90s, especially at that age that I was at at the time. Uh, I just wanted to sit, watch a movie, and just laugh my balls off for, for two hours, an hour and a half or whatever. Um, so that's my, so that's what kind of my formula. That's, that's what kind of made up this list um, of my, you know, my top comedy movies. Um, so before I get into my list, really quick, uh, I don't want to spend too much time. I want to get right into this list. I want to, this, you know, because like a comedy, good comedy should be short, sweet, and effective. And that's what I want this episode to be. I'm going to make it short, sweet, and I'm just going to get right to my list. Uh, and it's only a top 10. It's not a top 20, so we can get through this one pretty quick. Um, but, but first, the, I know, you know, I did extensively research this. Like, I, this stuff didn't all come off the top of my head. Like, I, yeah, I could, I think in my top few, but you always remember some from before. I did, I went through like probably 100, 150 top comedies. You know, I went to like a bunch of top 100 comedies of the 90s lists on, online. You know, I did, I went through a bunch of them just to make sure because some people leave some out. Um, and there's some, some movies that probably people would be surprised that I don't have on my list because they were such big, uh, iconic comedies in the nineties that, you know, everybody knows, everybody remembers. A lot of people love them. Uh, just to go through really quick, a few of them that I didn't put on my list, uh, for whatever reason. And one of them, the top, the biggest one that probably came out, uh, there's actually like two big ones. Uh, one of them was American pie. Uh, not that I didn't like it. It was funny. It was, you know, it had a lot of good scenes. It was just, I don't know. It just didn't really, like, really hit me the way some of these other ones did, like make me laugh. And, I don't know what it was about it. You know, it was just, uh, it's been done before, you know, it's like this whole, the whole like teens, like in high school coming of age, you know, really sex crazed teens and everything's about, you know, sex jokes and stuff. And like, yeah, they had some gross stuff and it, they had a lot of things and I laughed when I watched it. Um, but it just didn't, I don't know. It wasn't like in, on my formula. Number one, it didn't, it was just, um, it's been done, you know, it's been done a lot. There's always like those coming of age, uh, movies back then like even like another one from the 90s that i didn't put on my list which i love was days of confused uh but once again that was just like it it wasn't scene after scene a lot just like slapstick comedy and, and and funny shit like there was a lot of funny scenes i love that movie um once again it's just another gro coming of age like of these like horny teens like into drugs and whatever else and you know it just Great movies, just didn't not what I'm go not what I'm speaking to here. Um, another one that was definitely probably hits the criteria of this was Austin Powers, which a lot of people love. Um, I, you know, once again watched it, liked it, laughed at it. A um, little goofy. Um, not a huge Michael Myers fan. Uh, you know, I wasn't really into like the whole Wayne's World thing, and um, you know, I was never. Let's put it this: I was never like a Saturday night, Saturday Night Live uh, watcher. Um, so that kind of stuff, um, wasn't just really went not up my alley 
And the Austin Powers, you know, it was okay, um, but just not, uh, just wasn't that blown away by it, you know, like everybody else. Like a lot of these things were like hyped up so much. And when I watched them, it was like, yeah, right, it's good, but you know, I don't give a fuck. Um, another thing uh, was like Adam Sandler. Like once again, going back to the Saturday Night Live thing, I didn't like really any of his movies, like bar maybe one. Um, but. Yeah, like I, I, he went on this big tear during the 90s where he was like putting out movie after movie after movie. It was all, you know, pretty much had all the same supporting cast, had all this, you know, it was kind of like formula stuff. And he's got that, that voice. It's like, I don't know. He just doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Um, and then another guy that I love had a few movies that, you know, didn't, didn't hit me. And one of the biggest, his biggest one was probably Ace Ventura. I'm talking about Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. I don't know. is like kind of juvenile. Like, and you know, not that I didn't laugh. Like I said, I didn't, I laughed at it. It was, some of it was funny. Um, I love Jim Carrey. I mean, I love the in living color skits that Jim Carrey does. He's, he does physical comedy like nobody. Um, and he got to do it, you know, he got, kind of had like free reign in this movie to do that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like the Ace Ventura, like even like the liar, liar. Um, I don't know. Was that, was that Bruce Almighty? That might've been the, in after the nineties, but yeah. Uh, yeah. They, like those, those movies, they really didn't do. I, with Jim Carrey, there was a kind of, he had to be for me, he had to be combined with, uh, another thing. And we'll get into that, uh, in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, those are some of the, like the movies that just didn't make my list that probably, cause I know how it is. I'll make my list and, and people will come out and say, you know, Oh, what, what about you forgot this movie? You forgot that. I didn't really forget. I, I promise. I, I did some extensive research and I made my list carefully and this is my list. I'm sticking to it. And that's that. So I'm just going to go right into my list. Uh, you know, without further ado, as I always say, um, and let's start out with number 10. The whole Judy Garland thing kind of turned me on. Does that, does that make me some kind of fag? No, maybe your money. I don't think she liked me anyway. Oh, Mike, I'm telling you, man. She thought you were money. I don't think so. I heard them both talk. Both those girls thought you were money. They're good friends. Take yourself out of the game. You start talking to him about puppy dogs and ice cream, of course it's gonna end up on the friendship pit. Just don't think she liked me in that way. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. So you know, obviously you probably know from that line, um, those lines, it's we're talking about swingers. And all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself out. I know this really didn't hit all my criteria, my little formula for my for my funny, you know, my comedies in the 90s. But there was something about this one. I don't know why. I had just had to put this on my list. Uh played such a big part uh, you know, in my life at the time. It was like not that it 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 like not that I like uh like connected with it like in any way like I was that kind of person. Like I definitely wasn't. Um but there's just so many like things in this movie, and and once again, this did have some of those like kind of like morose, like serious parts. That kind of had some uncomfortable parts, like the the whole like that answering machine meltdown that Mike has with the with the you know keeps calling the girl back. I mean, it was funny, but it was also like hard to watch. Um, but I don't know. This is just this was just so 
so different from anything we had seen before and it had some really memorable scenes i mean i mean you can't deny that like um we're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. You dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas? Vegas. You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up five hundred by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas. I mean, can can anyone go to Vegas after seeing this without saying that? You know, <laughs> Vegas, baby, Vegas. I mean, and it's funny too with that scene when they like they're on the way and they're all pumped up, and then you know, it's like I guess it's like what, like a. Uh, I don't know how long it takes to get from LA to Vegas, but it's gonna it's a long trip. It's gonna be like a three hour ride or something like that, or maybe even longer than that. And you know, by the time they're still trying to do it, like, but they're they're even more like they're just all tired to go. They're like Vegas, baby, Vegas. It's like it's fucking funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this this movie also, you know, what it did for the careers. I mean, catapulted 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 their careers to you know. I mean, Vince Vaughn especially. I mean, I mean, John Favreau, he kind of took a little bit while. I mean, they both got famous and they both made a lot of movies after this. Uh, but Favreau, I think, finally found his calling as a director and kind of like on a whole nother, you know, in a, in a whole nother way. Like he's he's doing all these, um, you know, like sci-fi, the Star Wars stuff and all that. And like even like with the, with the Marvel uh, MCU, I mean... As a director, this guy is just, he's found, I mean, he, I think, I believe he created this movie himself, um, well, him and Vince Vaughn, but he was like the, the mastermind behind it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this movie was just, it's, it's just, I always, I keep using this word and I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull out my Roger's thesaurus and find another word, but it's iconic. This is an iconic movie. Um, and it's just was something else that, you know, you could never, that, you know, we hadn't seen at the, yet at that time. And you know, it was, it was just a great movie, kind of a little sleeper, like nobody, it just kind of like grew a fan base and it's almost got like a cult following. And then, you know, like some of those scenes in there, you know, were just great. I mean, just to, before we get on to number nine, you know, we got this one here too. That was really, really, I always loved, I thought it was really funny. And it just shows Vince Vaughn's like, he's like lovable, but he could still be an asshole, you know? So... Mikey, check it out. His head's bleeding. Mikey, check it out. His legs, little Wayne's legs are shaking. Fucking bitch! What are you doing? You little fucking bitch! What the fuck are you? Why don't you unpause it? Come on, man. Come on, Come on, Come on, Get the fuck off. Come on. You know what? Not kidding. Look at you. I'm not kidding. Look at you. You want to kiss me? Look at you. Fuck off. Get off. Look at you right now. Get the fuck off, man. Why are you making me sick? You want to kiss me? I'm fucking. Hold on. Hold on. I'm a fucking pink dot guy. Hold on. Hey, Mikey. Moving on, number nine. Uh, and you know, you know, you'll know this one. You know, this this iconic. Oh, again, I gotta stop using that word. Um, but this, you know, when he talks about this, he he says uh, this guy comes in to talk to the other guy, and they've got the same name. But it's really funny um, how how this plays out, and it's like this. Every time a rug is micturated upon in this fair city, 
I have to compensate the person? Come on, man. I'm not trying to scam anybody here. Uh, you know, I, I'm just... Uh... You're just looking for a handout like every other... Are you employed, Mr. Lebowski? Well, wait, wait let, me, let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. Yeah, so the big Lebowski. Uh, just really off the wall comedy. And this was, you know, Coen Brothers, uh, you know, not really known for their, their, their comedy, but, um, I've never been like a really big Jeff Bridges fan, uh, really, but I, I just loved him in this, like just the way he was just like such a, like a, just, I don't know. Like he was just really like smooth and like, just, just like one of those slacker dudes. I like, there's all, you just wanted to drink and play in bowl and, his his chemistry with uh John Goodman and Steve Buscemi as like this little bowling team, you know, and they were like buddies, but they were like just so dysfunctional. Um and you know, these guys they they were great together, they had a lot of funny scenes, but there's just this one there's one performance in this that really pushed this onto my list. Like I really wasn't I wasn't going to put this on my list, but then I remembered, uh, this, this like one performance by, by this actor and, you know, I, I just, it's just, I love this so much. It's so great. This, this guy, what this guy does. Won't have it your way, but my Whoa. point is, that my point is, are you ready to be fucked, man? I see you roll your way to the semis. Dios mio, man. Liam and me, we're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes, I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. And it's, you know, I, I wish he had more scenes, but, you know, John Turturro was fucking hilarious. And once again, he's not like known for his like comedic acting, but he just, he killed me with that whole thing. You know what I mean? With the, and if, I wish you could see like the, you know, like the motions and the, the hip thrusts he does. And like, he, he just plays it to a T. It's so fucking perfect. So yeah, that's my, my big Lebowski is my number nine nineties comedy. Um, so here's number eight. Montage. Some people never learn. I you are history. I am calling the cops. <laughs> Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, hey, calm down, calm down, calm down. You have no, every no. right to be angry, okay? I, just take a deep breath. No. There's got to be some way I can work this off, no. some way I can make it up to you. No, 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 no. Oh, stop it, you. It wasn't that bad. Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Guess it's all that pumping. Pump and dump. 
Who <laughs> really jarred something loose, Tiger? And yeah, the old pump and dump, baby. Uh, so yeah, number eight for me is Kingpin. Um, you know, this, is, this isn't the best, I mean, Farrelly Brothers comedy, in my opinion. I mean, this was definitely, like, way down the list. Um, but in the 90s, and this was the kind of shit I liked. It was just that gross-out humor. Uh, there was just, like, a lot of... Most of the scenes were, like, like visual. Like, most of the comedy was um, sight gags, you know what I mean? Um but I thought like Woody Harrelson, Bill Murray, like they were, they were like really like Bill Murray especially was like really over the top in this. But he was really funny if you like kind of get into with some of his scenes and you see how like some of the, like just a little like quirky things he says like that you you barely catch him, but he's just so cocky and he just he plays that so so good. You know like like scenes like like the one like this in the like when they were in the diner here. Do me a favor, will you? Do you mind washing off that perfume before you come back to our table? Hi. Hello. Not you. Hi. Hi. And, uh, you know, like I said, a little over the top, but it, it works. It's funny. Uh, you know, so Kingpin, it, it was up there. You know, it was, it was, a, it was pretty, that's funny because, you know, number nine, my number nine, num, number eight, both about bowling, which I could give two fucking shits about. Uh, probably the most boring sport there is really I, I shouldn't say that some people bowl I, I actually enjoy bowling it's just kind of weird that that comes up in in two of the uh two of, like number nine number eight like on my list of 90s so maybe bowling was trying to make a comeback back then i don't know other basically they were trying to just make fun of it um but yeah but that's my number eight so hey let's move on to number seven and i think everybody remembers this one you know what richard you don't know me as good as you think you do I care about stuff. I'm getting better at this sales thing. Well, I'm not, but I could if you help me. Forget it. I got enough to do without having to change your diapers. Richard? Is this your coat? <laughs> Don't do it. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? Oh. And so after that, you know you know, my number seven needs no further introduction. Uh, and this is definitely my favorite Chris Farley movie. Uh, of course this was, we're talking about Tommy boy. Uh, some people may confuse Tommy boy and, and the other one, uh, black sheep. Uh, I think, I think black sheep was just, uh, you know, uh, fucking straight rip off trying to, trying to ride the coattails of, of what they did in Tommy boy. Uh, and of course it had some funny moments and Chris Farley is a funny guy. Was it, Never like the, a huge fan of, of of Farley. I mean, I think he was just, like once again, uh, just kind of like goes overboard and with the screaming and the yelling. I mean, you can't deny that he's he definitely like brings you uh, like it's it's very reminiscent of a John Belushi. I mean, this big huge guy that was very he was very uh, you know he had like a lot of dexterity. I mean, the guy could do cartwheels. Yeah, he was definitely like had a physical comedy. Um, thing going on just like john belushi and i mean you know even looking back at how they lived and how they died i mean the the comparisons uh, are kind of eerie you know, when you think about it um 
But, you know, like I said, I wasn't not a big fan, but he definitely has his moments. Um, you know, some of these and some of the the way he could go from like calm to just like fucking screaming like, you know, in certain scenes like this uh were just really fucking funny. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. You come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? More towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? Or, oh, it's you. So yeah, I mean, I I feel he brought out, and I I feel like his his style uh, combined with David Spade. I mean, I I think he brought the best out in David Spade. I mean, I never really was a fan of David Spade either, but in the movies, like when he's paired up with Chris Farley, you can see that like he's actually kind of funny, and he's got that like little wry sense of humor and like very sarcastic and dry. Whereas Chris Farley is like just the opposite. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Tommy Boy was really just a great uh, kind of a a, a good expose of the their talents which i i feel like you know looking back at it they never really recaptured it and so that's why i, I number seven tommy boy like i said not a huge fan of those guys but this one was was funny and it had a lot of good scenes and you know if you, you they're the kind of type of act that you can watch at once and then you don't really have to see it again in, in all the you know subsequent movies when you know ones that they were both in or either they were separate in different movies. They kind of do that same thing. So this was where they did it the best. And uh, I, I, that's why I, I want it on my list. And, and I enjoyed that one. Um, so next, uh, yeah, we're going to go into number six. Three hours and 14 miles later, and I hadn't spent one penny. Damn, I was good. I mean it. And then it happened. I'm hungry, too. Hey, you want to eat at the Happy Palace? Uh, how about a hot dog? Huh? <laughs> hey, what's up? Hot dog. Hey, what can I get you? Can I have a hot dog with ketchup and sauerkraut, please? Sauerkraut's 50 cents extra. Damn! I have not had a hot dog in so long. Come on, let's get out of here. Hey, you drink with that? Son of a bitch! Yes. Could I have a Pepsi, please? Anything for you, sir? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Greedy bastard. So, if you remember that that scene, um, that was you know he's got the uh, he's going on the date with uh, Mary Jane, and you know he already said that like she, he asked her out on a date and she said yeah, but he's got no money. So this is just I love the way they fucking did it with the, they, in the corner of the screen they show is like how much money he's got in his pocket he's got he starts out the date with eight dollars so he's trying to like go through the date as cheap as possible he says oh it's a nice day let's walk and they walk then they go to the hot dog stand and they're probably, so like this 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 is you know of course we're talking half baked um, this is kind of like where we first see how fucking funny Dave Chappelle is. I mean, he's been in some small roles before. I, I believe this was his first starring, starring role. I could be wrong, but you know, this is a few years before. So, um, before, uh, you know, the Chappelle show actually came out. I think Chappelle show came out in 2003. I want to say, um, maybe. Yeah. So this is like five years before this is like 1998. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, this it was it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it, it, and not just because of Dave Chappelle. And once again, you know, that was just the same formula as Chappelle's show. Like he surrounds himself with fucking super funny guys. You know, I mean, you had Harlan Williams. Um, uh, was the guy that plays uh, Scarface, um, Guillermo, I think Diaz, um, and then you got um, Jim Brewer, like who supposedly doesn't drink or get high, but the guy's like that was like his shtick in the '90s, where like he was he was like a stand-up comic. He's just got a face that he looks all fucked up all the time, so he was a natural uh, choice to to play one of his stoner buddies, um, and he actually has a has a, a great great fucking scene. Um, where they're, they're trying to go out to, uh, they, they put him on Munchie's duty and, oh, not him actually, Holland Williams, who again makes an appearance. Um, and they put him on, uh, and he's describing to him what, what he wants from the, from the, uh, from the store so that they can munch on him. And it's, it's a, it's a pretty funny scene. If you, if you remember it. Yo, who's on Munchie's tonight, yo? Not me. I guess that'd uh, be me. <laughs> What do you guys want? Get some sour cream and onion chips with some dip, man. Some beef jerky, some peanut butter. Get some Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars, a whole lot of hot. Make sure chocolate, gotta have chocolate, man. Some popcorn, bread popcorn, graham crackers. Graham crackers with the marshmallows, the little marshmallows and little chocolate bars. And we'll make some s'mores, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> Also, celery, green jelly, uh, Captain Crunch with blue crunch berries, pizzas. We need two big pizzas, man. Everything on them with water, a whole lot of water, and onions. That's it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Guillermo Diaz, too, he probably has the best scene in the whole movie. Um, well, let me, I, I won't go that far, but probably like one of the most memorable scenes, uh, that everybody who's ever worked at a shitty job has, you know, had this fucking fantasy where you do this. And I'd love to know if anybody's ever really done it. It's going to be, a, it's going to be like a YouTube video if that's ever happened. But, uh, you know, you know, the scene I'm talking about, you know, here it is. Oh, Scarface quit his job. Still waiting on that heifer, Julio. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. So yeah, I mean, this is uh, just, you know, some of these these great, um, you know, actors that were around him, and then you had like a lot, there was cameos all over the place in this movie, um, and really good ones, really short, but they like made an impact, you know, like, like you got the, uh, the, the Snoop Dogg, uh, uh, the weed scavenger scene. <laughs> a scavenger smoker is someone who never has weed of their own. But as soon as you're smoking, here they come. Damn! What up, dog? What's up, dog? Get off. Let me get in here, man. What y'all doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Yeah, it's chilling. I smell it. Let me inhale it. Let me hear something. Alright, man. This one hit you. Scavenger. Always around. <laughs> Smoke weed in peace. I ain't even hit the motherfucker yet. Back up, man. You know we sell this. I don't know. You knew that. It's too bad, man. I just stopped smoking yesterday. 
up out here, man. Y'all stay up, man. Nice seeing y'all. Yeah. And yeah. you should have been there, smoker. And uh, then, and then you know, delete Bob Saget had kind of like a. I, I forgot this was even in the movie. And then I, I when I watched it again, uh, it's really fucking. It's really fucking. Fun. And he always kind of does this kind of thing, um, Bob Saget. I wonder, I, you know, from what I've heard, his life is is kind of similar. Was kind of similar to this, but uh, yeah, this, this was like a really funny scene when uh, uh, Dave Chappelle goes into goes to rehab for weed, and the guys get all pissed off about it. And uh, Bob Saget's in the crowd, and he does this little part. It's, it's fucking hilarious. My name is Thurgood. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You in here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? No, no, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as funny as this was, I probably would have, it probably would have been like a mediocre episode on Chappelle's show, you know? I mean, at the time, it had me on my ass rolling laughing, you know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe if I saw Chappelle's show and then watched this, I probably wouldn't have this so high, but I, no pun intended, but... I would, I really, really loved this movie when I watched it. And it just kind of, you know, it just kind of creeped on me. Like, I didn't really realize how good it was when I went to watch it. And I was like, oh, shit, this shit's funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, number six on my list in the 90s uh, was Half-Baked. Uh, so then, uh, you know, we we'll go to our next. And this is number five. Peter, what's happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too. Okay. We uh, lost some people this week, and uh, we need to sort of play catch-up. Thanks. So, yeah, my number five. So, yeah, um, my number five, Office Space. Uh, you know, this was created by, by the the creator of Beavis and Butthead, Mike Judge. Uh, so it was like kind of like, oh, what the... this. Because I realized that before I had seen it, I'm like, oh, that's odd. But I love, I'm a big Beavis and Butthead fan from back in the day. Um, so, you know, I was very, very interested to see this. And when I did, it was just, it was kind of like not what I expected, but it was fucking hilarious. I mean, you know, this, it was definitely a sleeper, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, and, when I first see, you know, I saw Ron Livingston, who I, I like as an actor, you know what I mean? And once, you know, this is his second appearance. I mean, he was in Swingers. Um, but he's not like who you'd think of as like a real funny guy, like a com comedic actor. But, you know, once again, you surround somebody with, with really good talent and really funny people. And, you know, it's a, it's a formula for, to make a really funny movie. Um, you know, like, for instance, like, the guy, I don't even know his name, the actor, but, you know, the, his buddy Michael Bolton, 
I mean, that just like that whole idea that his name was Michael Bolton just made for some really, really fucking funny scenes. Uh Michael Bolton? That's me. Wow, is that your real name? Yeah. <clears throat> so are you related to that singer guy? No, it's just a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> no one in this country can ever pronounce my name right. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah, well, at least your name isn't Michael Bolton. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing wrong with it until I was about 12 years old and that no-talent ass clown became famous and started winning Grammys. Well, why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Ah, uh, you know, including this one. And, uh, and his neighbor, uh, um... You know, Peter's neighbor, Leonard, uh, the guy with the freaking handlebar mustache and the big fucking mullet. Uh, you know, he had a few fucking funny pots too. And you know, like I said, it's just you surrounded with the, with guys that can pull off scenes like like these and just make them funny, and it, and it works. All right, we have to swear to God, Allah, that nobody knows about this but us. All right, no family members, no girlfriends, nobody. Of course, agreed. Don't worry, man. I won't tell anyone either. What the fuck is that? No, don't worry about him. He's cool. Yeah. You take care of yourself. All right. I don't see you, all right? You too, man. Take care of you, buddy. All right. All right. Hey, Peter. Yeah. Watch out for your cornhole, bud. Yo, and then there's the Bobs. Um... One of one of the Bobs was played by John C. McGinley, who I fucking love. I mean, this guy always a riot, but he plays like all kinds of roles. I mean, he was in Platoon, and he was he was funny in that. Like he's just uh, you know, this guy is just like one of those unsung, like really really good actors. But um, him him and the other guy, uh, they 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 kind of play off each other, and it's really funny. You know, like like some scenes like like this one. Sure, you you. You've heard some of the rumors circulating around the hallways about how we're going to be doing a little house cleaning with some of the software people. Well, Bob, I have heard that, and you got to do what you got to do. We're going to be getting rid of these people here. Uh, first, Mr. Samir. Okay. Okay, not going to work here anymore anyway. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Bolton. going to miss him. You're going to lay off Samir and Michael. Oh, yeah, we're going to bring in some... Uh, Level graduates, farm some work on Singapore as usual deal. Yeah. Standard operating procedure. Do they know this yet? No, no, of course not. <laughs> we find it's always better to fire people on a Friday. Studies have statistically shown that there's less chance of an incident if you do it at the end of the week. And, you know, probably uh, the most memorable performance for everybody in Office Space was Gary Cole and his character bill lundberg uh you know and you know everybody has had this boss in their career and you know this this just epitomized like the whole the whole uh performance by by gary cole which was fucking incredible now lundberg doctor lundberg Could you give me those tea 
towards ASAP. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's that's my number five uh, office space. Uh, so we'll move up and move on. And you know, you want to talk about irreverent, gross, and keep it simple. Here it is. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Pack our ass, my good man. Time to kick back, drink some beers, and smoke some weed. Done poisoning the youth for today, huh? Hell's yes, whatever that means. Now it's time to head over to Atlantic. Drink some beers, get ripped, and hopefully get laid. 179. Paid a good man. Yeah, you close soon? In half an hour. Yeah, we get off at the same time every day. We should hang out. You get high? I should start. Want to come to this party with me tonight? There's going to be some pussy there, man. With you? I don't think so. Oh, look at you. I don't hang out with drug dealers. Nothing personal. Yeah, what happened with that old guy? He died in the bathroom. Well, I heard he was jerking off or something. I don't know. I wasn't watching. Yeah, he probably saw a can chicken. I know I felt like beating him when I saw her. Oh, come here, bitch. You like this, huh? Huh? What you want, huh? Hey, hey, knock it off. That used to be my girlfriend, all right? I used to go out with her? Yeah, well, I thought we might be starting again. Don't you already have a girlfriend? Yeah, Veronica. And what, you gonna dump her for that can chick? Maybe. I don't know, dude. That can chick's nice, but I seen that Veronica girl doing shit for you all the time. I saw her rubbing your back, fucking come bring your food. Then I see her change your tire once. Hey, you know, I jacked up the car. All she did was unloosen the nuts and put the tire on. I don't know. She does a lot for you. She's my girlfriend. I had some girlfriends, too, but all they wanted from me was reading shit. Shit, my grandma used to say, what's better? Fucking a good play with nothing on it? No, way, I fucked up. What's a good play with nothing on it? Meaning? Oh, no, she was seeing all that shit. She used to fucking piss herself all the time. And shit herself. Come on, Samba, let's get the fuck out of this fucking jib joint with this fucking faggot Dante, you cock smoker. You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude, but they don't all bring you lasagna at work. Most of them just cheat on you. So, I mean, you can just hear the low budget in his voice, like in that indiness of my number four. Um, and this is... Clerks, uh, you know, by Kevin Smith, and so many things with this movie. Um, you know, first of all, I mean, first thing that jumps out for you, like I said, indie. This guy, he made this movie for twenty seven thousand um, dollars, and I think it, I think it made like over three million at the box office. So like the profit margin right there, boom. Who knows what it made? It probably made fucking ten times that on on video and, and and ever since i mean i i don't know i don't have those numbers but i know that i knew that number i mean was i remember the twenty seven thousand three million in the box office um and so much of it like you know he this guy actually worked in that store that in those two stores like it was about him and his buddy uh the kid brian uh he was actually i don't know if if, any, if you ever watch comic book men the guy brian with the with the with the big long beard and stuff um that was supposed to be Rand randall is like portraying him and dante portrays kevin smith and it's just I, like you know you want to talk a dialogue driven comedy i mean this was bare bones and it worked and it was just fucking hilarious i mean there's just no, I just can't say how, how big this movie was for me growing up. Like just, just, I could watch it over and over again. You always like pick up something, something new. Um, but yeah, it was just this, I mean, this is one of my favorite comedies ever. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Dante character, even though I know that was supposed to be Kevin Smith, but it, it, I don't know his, his like, 
he was kind of fucking whiny the whole time. It just it just got annoying, you know. And his timing, like, always seemed off. Like as a, as an actor, the guy, you know. And I know they were not like professional actors, so you know, I'm 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 gonna give him some slack on it. But as far as like watching the movie, it was just kind of like, eh, you know, this guy just stop whining about it. it's not you know, it's not supposed to fucking be there today, you know. Now you got Randall on the other hand, kind of reminds me of myself and and like you know how me and my friends used to be, um, but you know. Like scene, you know, scenes like this one. They, they say so much, but they never tell you if it's any good. Are either one of these any good, sir? What? Are either one of these any good? I don't watch movies. Well, have you heard anything about either one of them? I find it's best to stay out of other people's affairs. You mean you haven't heard anybody say anything about either one of these? Nope. Well, what about these two? Oh, they suck. These are the same two movies? You weren't paying any attention. No, I wasn't. I don't think your manager would appreciate it. I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. I beg your pardon? Your ruse, your cunning attempt to trick me. I was only pointing out that you weren't paying any attention to what I was saying. Uh, I hope it feels good. You hope what feels good? I hope it feels so good to be right. There's nothing more exhilarating than pointing out the shortcomings of others, is there? <sighs> well, this is the last time I rent here. You'll be missed. Screw you! Hey, you're not allowed to rent here anymore! Yeah! And, uh... You know, then you got Jay and Silent Bob, you know, and the, you know, kind of the, the loitering, drug peddling duo that's ever present in the front of the store. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, he always kind of like Jay, like just kind of steals every scene that even has a line in, you know, um, even like the the end of that last clip where you just hear that guy, yeah, like at the end, like after Randall yells out the window at the lady, like, you know, it's just like, that just makes it that much more funnier. And, you know, and then you get the scene like this, um, this one here. When's this period over? Eight more minutes. What, are you shitting me? I want to get cigarettes. Hey, man, just wait a few minutes, okay? Look, Dad, I'm going to break my crazy neck on this ladder. Now move the skates, Dorothy Hamill, and open the fucking store. Dante, where are you? He's busy. In a second. Look in a second. Just... Oh, look at you. You can't even pass. pass. How about covering the point? Man, you suck. Who are you to make assessments? Hey, I'll assess all I want, pal. Dante, you went around. Hey, don't pass to this guy. He sucks. You suck. Oh, like you're any better? Yeah, I'll whip your ass any day, pal. It's easy for you to say from over here. Give me a stick, pretty boy. I'll knock your fucking teeth out and pass all over your ass. Hey, are you open? Yeah, are you open? No! All right, pal, there's a stick over there. You're shooting up against the skull. Hey, Redding, come off. Let this fuck off. Give me another ball. Nine more. What the fuck are you talking about? How many balls did you bring? I brought the orange one in. The orange one. Hey, are any balls down there? About the biggest pair you ever seen, Diggleberry. And yeah, I mean, that. it's just the guy and he just had that one little part you know like the biggest pair you ever seen dingleberry but it's just fucking hell it, it just makes that scene that much funnier and uh you know not to take i mean like i said i give give dante i, I give uh give him a bad giving him some bad rap here uh he does have like this 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 scene right here um 
the way he, and I think him being a whiner makes it that much better. But this scene here is like this is probably like my favorite scene in the whole in the whole film. You sucked that guy's dick? Yeah, how do you think I knew that he... Wait, but you said you only had sex with three different guys. You never mentioned him. Because I never had sex with him. You sucked his dick. We went out a few times. We never had sex, but we fooled around. Oh, my God. Why did you tell me you only had sex with three different guys? Because I did only have sex with three different guys. That doesn't mean I didn't just go with people. Oh, my God. I feel so nauseous. Sorry, Dante. I thought you understood. I did understand. I understood that you had sex with three different guys, and that's all you said. Please calm down. How many? Dante. How many dicks have you sucked? How many? Shut up a second, and I'll tell you. Jesus. I didn't freak out like this when you told me how many girls you fucked. This is different. This is important. How many? Well? Something like 36? What? Something like 36? Who are you, boys? Well, what is that anyway, something like 36? Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? I'm going to class. Oh, my God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Hey, where are you going? Hey, listen, jerk, until today, you never even knew how many guys I slept with because you never even bothered to ask. Then you act all nonchalant about fucking 12 different girls. Well, I never had sex with 12 different guys. No, but you sucked enough dick. Yeah, I went down on a few guys. A few? And one of those guys was you, the last one I might add, which if you're too stupid to comprehend means that I've been faithful to you since we met. All the other guys I went with before I met you. So if you want to have a complex about it, go ahead. But don't look at me like I'm the town whore because you were plenty busy yourself before you met me. Well, why did you have to suck that dick? I mean, why couldn't you sleep with him like any other decent person? Because going down isn't a big deal. I used to like a guy we'd make out and sooner or later I'd go down on him. But I only had sex with the guys I loved. I feel sick. I love you. Don't feel sick. Every time I kiss you, I'm going to taste 36 other guys. I'm going to school. Maybe later you'll be a bit more rational. I'm 37. I just Goodbye, can't... Goodbye, Dante. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Hey, hey, you, get back here. So, and the guy at the end, you you, you got to realize, like, if you don't remember, um, when he tells her to try not to suck any more dicks on the way to the parking lot, and there's a guy just, like, chilling by the door, and as soon as he said that, the guy's eyes light up, and he just turns around, that's why he says, hey, get back here. It's just, it's, it's fucking funny, man. It, it, Kevin Smith, I don't know how, like, how much of this stuff was real? Like, I, I know it's based on, like, their, you know, what they did when they were younger. But, you know, obviously some of it had to be, like, embellished. But it's almost like it made you want to be, like, in that in their little circle of friends just to, like, be around all this shit. Um, so, yeah, Clerks, I mean, maybe not so much. I mean, it was funny. But just, like, what it was at the time. Like, it was just such a groundbreaking film. Like, especially, it gave hope to a lot of indie filmmakers, you know, like, I was never one, like, I was never big on, uh, like, technical and, you know, camera work and stuff like that, but it made you realize that, hey, you don't have to be a professional in the Hollywood industry or in whatever industry to really make it big. All you need is a good idea and a little bit of, you know, like, stick to and, you know, have a desire and some ambition to get it done, to get your dream done. Um, so that was, like, a really big thing. So, yeah, number four, clerks, um, you know, Definitely, you know, that could be higher, it could be lower. I mean, it's such a standalone, like, it's kind of like in its own category almost as a comedy. But, uh, yeah, I feel good with it at number four. Um, but then, you know, so I know I said I didn't like this guy's movies, but 
hey, I'm going to contradict myself again. Here's number three. Happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the home. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> send him home. I just send him home. It's time to go home there, ball. Paul, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass, Paul! So, you know, like I said, uh, wasn't a huge fan of him, but something happened right in this movie, and it and Happy Gilmore is, you know, just one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and I don't think, you know, I don't think I'll give credit, all the credit to Adam Sandler. I mean, he was, he did have some funny parts. He played the role right, um, you know, as this just like disgruntled hockey player that finds he has a talent to play fucking golf, which, you know, he feels is like a, a sissy sport or whatever. But, you know, he, once again, you get surrounded by some, I wouldn't even say surrounded. I'd say, you know, I would say that uh, Chris McDonald as Shooter McGavin just saves this movie and makes it makes it just fucking hilarious i mean all right so you know like i said adam sandler he does have some good parts he like his timing is right you know what i mean and he plays that part very well with like the whole you know like like um just just doesn't want to do this you know what i mean like like very just just like I, i i just have to do this to make money even though he's so you know he can he he could make a a living at it um but the whole like he takes it so personal that's what i love about it like he he doesn't want to be called a golfer he doesn't want and to take any shit from any golfing fans it's like it's it's uh you know disrespectful to him like like you know like like with this Good shot. It's about time. Hey, it is about time. I mean, I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. About the entire movie that that makes this what it is, you know. But you know, getting back to Shooter, I mean, his his just cockiness and his sarcastic and it, like all those the little things he says, like almost everything that comes out of his mouth is funny because of how he says it. Like you know, like stuff like like with this one. That's a hell of a drive, four hundred fifty yards, huh? Yeah. How do you finish again? Dead last. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a good day though. Thanks. Trying to reach the green from here, Shooter. That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore. Oh my God! And and the uh, just a complete asshole. You know what I mean? And he does it fucking perfect. Uh, and then sometimes you know you love it, like when he does it to the wrong person, and and he gets what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I just got to get through. I'm looking for my ball. This is golf. Okay. Excuse me, thank you. Thank you. Is this your ball? Yes, it is. It struck my foot. Doug! Doug, can I get a drop? Oh, uh, the, the rule says play it as it lies. 
That's two, that's far shooter. Oh, you can count. Good for you. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. And that's <laughs> and that's that guy. Uh, this guy like that big, big fucking dude. First of all, you gotta remember he's got a nail sticking out of his head through the whole fucking movie because fucking Happy Gilmore shot him in the head with a nail gun on accident. Um, but that's all. That's the guy. I don't know if you remember. If you're you know James Bond fans or whatever, uh, the movie Moonraker. This is the guy that played Jaws. So it kind of like brought, like that was the first thing I recognized when I seen him. But just fucking funny. And you know the scene where he's like when he takes the jacket and he's like, I, I believe that belongs to Mister Gilmore. And he's, fucking trying to run chase after a uh, shooter um yeah this fucking this movie is is just fucking awesome um so i i definitely feel really good and this kind of you know gives adam sandler a little reprieve I, I was a little harsh at him at first i said i don't like his movies i think he's juvenile or whatever uh and this this he totally redeems himself with this movie right here so yeah my number three happy gilmore uh just one of my favorites of all time and then so this then we get to number two and you know everybody remembers this one uh, okay kid listen i'm coming in okay no no don't exactly what the hell is the situation what did you shit yourself or something oh i wish i, I, I got it stuck you got what stuck it. Oh, it, um, um, uh, well, uh, listen, uh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, these kind of things happen. Uh, uh, let's have a look at it. Oh, for God's sake! Shh! 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 Uh, uh, Sheila! No! Sheila, uh, honey? Don't! Sheila, honey, uh, uh. You gotta come here. You got. You, you gotta see this. What? what? No. Don't come in here. Don't. Don't. Don't worry. She's a dental hygienist. She'll know exactly what to do. Hi, Ted. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Jensen. How are you? You okay? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit! Shh. Charlie could have warned me. Keep it down. Okay. Sorry, yeah, Mrs. Jensen. I just right, want right, to. Okay. I don't want her here. You know. Okay. Um, let's just relax here, okay? Now. Uh. Um. What exactly are we uh, looking at here? Um, what do you mean? What? Well, I mean, um, is it the um, or the? Is it the Frank or the beans? Right. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. It looks like I think it's a little bit of both. Break some veins! Break some veins! What's that bubble there? What do you think? It's a. Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the frag? I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like it was a well-thought-out plan. And this is the second Farrelly Brothers uh, film on my list. Oh, there's something about Mary. Uh, now, I'm not a huge Ben Stiller fan. I mean, I gotta say, uh, yeah, was, Meet the Parents was good. But, like, when you look back to some of the funny movies that he's in, his scenes aren't that funny to me anyway i don't know like it's always once again you surround like the star with really funny people real funny actors and you got a formula for success you know and um you know one of the guys that was just you know kind of i feel was like the the best part of the movie was uh matt dillon as pat healy i mean this guy like you know right with the 
Right, everything from like the the fucking teeth he had on him, like the fucking, uh, you know, all the little um, the little things there. It was just and the way he acted, like he was so fucking sleazy, but he made it funny, you know. And he was like, you know, he always like he was calling uh, fucking Ben Stiller, uh, 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 oh Ted as his, his name was, calling him keeps calling him a stalker. While he in the meantime he's stalking Mary. And it's like it's just fucking hilarious, dude. You know, and just like you know, you want to talk about irreverent. Right, that's my you know number one on my my formula. You know, you got shit like this. I'm sorry. It's just a job, really. You know, something to keep me moving. My real passion is my hobby. Really? What's that? I work with retards. Isn't that a little politically um incorrect? No. Hell with that. No one's gonna tell me who I can and can't work with, right? No, I mean... We got this one kid, Mongo. He's got a forehead like a drive-in movie theater, but he's a good shit, so we don't bust his chops too much. So one day, Mongo gets out of his cage but and... they keep him in a cage? Well, it's, it's just an enclosure. No, but they keep him confined. Right, yeah. That's bullshit. Well, that's what I said. So I went out and I got him a, I got him a leash. A leash? Yeah, one of those ones you can hook onto the clothesline and he can run back and forth and uh, there's plenty of room for him to, to dig and uh, play. That kid is really, uh, he's really blossomed, you know? Now I can uh, take him to movies, baseball games, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. Sounds cool. Oh, yeah, it's cool for them, but for me, it's much more than that. For me, it's, it's heaven, you know? Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world. And I think, <laughs> and you know, I think this brought Matt Dillon's career back from the dead, you know what I mean? I mean, if, I remember Matt Dillon when I was a kid. Uh, he was huge. He was this huge young star. You know what I mean? Some of the movies he was in, like like The Outsiders, um, like Over the Edge, uh, My Bodyguard, um, you know, Rumblefish. Like this, this like made him. He was almost like like the '80s version of James Dean. You know, always played like this this young tough kid that you wanted to be like. You know what I mean? Like he was just like he was just the epitome of cool. You know what I mean? And then he comes into this and totally like just changes like just kind of flipped everything on its head with this fucking this uh this pat healy character i mean it was fucking it was just fucking hilarious you know and then you know once again more more of these funny guys and once again we're gonna talk about harlan williams and just this guy like just pops up everywhere uh really funny uh stand-up comic if you've never seen it kind of like definitely quirky and weird but um he's just a perfect guy to like just insert in a movie here and there and have one of these fucking scenes you know like this one I'm gonna start my own company. Really? You want in? Uh, I, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really have any, you know, money or... You heard of this thing, the eight minute abs? Yeah, sure, eight minute abs, yeah, the uh, exercise video. Uh -huh. Yeah, well this is gonna blow that right out of the water. Listen to this. Seven minute abs. Right. Yes. I, okay. All right. I see where you're going. Think about it. You walk into a video store, you see eight-minute abs sitting there. There's right. seven-minute abs right beside it. Which one right. are you going to pick, man? 
I'm, I would go for the seven. Yeah, I'd go for Bingo, the man, seven. bingo. Seven-minute abs. And we guarantee just to get a workout is the eight-minute folk. You guarantee it? That's how do, you, how do you do that? If you're not happy with the first seven minutes, we're going to send you the extra minute free. See, that's it. That's our motto. That's where we're coming from. That's from A to B. That's right. That's, that's good. That's good. Unless, of course, somebody comes up with uh, six-minute abs, then you're in trouble, huh? No! No, no, not six. I said seven. Nobody's coming up with six. Who works out in six minutes? You won't even get your heart going, not even a mouse right. on a wheel. Good point. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Right. Seven, seven elevens. Yeah. Seven dwarfs. Seven, man, that's the number. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? It's like you're dreaming about gorgonzola cheese when it's clearly brie time, baby. Step into my office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. One. And, you know, it just he's definitely one of my favorites. And this movie uh, is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Uh, you know, I, I it's kind of hot. I mean, it, it was hard to decide between this and what I decided to rank as my number one. And, uh, you know, here we go. This is Here it is. My number one ranked movie of all time. You might not like, oh, of the 90s. Uh, you might not agree with it. Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird, goofy, really goofy movie, but this, I just, I love this movie and, you know, call me whatever, call me annoying like this. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? So yeah, I mean this is this is it, Dumb and Dumber. I mean, and this is the third Farrelly Brothers movie on my list. Um, you know, and it makes me wonder, like, where would I rank uh, if it was released a year earlier? Where would I rank me, myself, and Irene on my list? Because uh, that came out in two thousand, so I didn't even put it on my list. But I mean, that would be right up here. My definitely in my top five. Uh, I might have to do some shuffling. Uh, you know, this might even knock office space out of the top five because i'd have to and move, shift everything back i mean i'd probably be one two three um with with me myself and irene but th we're not talking about that today this is my 90s um and yeah i mean it, we're, I, this was just uh i don't know I, I don't even know how to how to describe this movie it, it's so stupid too like I, I watch it now and i'm like jesus but i just can't like i can just remember just fucking laughing constantly laugh. jim carrey all right was i mean oh my god jim carrey it, it, like i said you got that physical comedy style and he was able to do it in this but in a way and like just it was all the little things in this movie like the little they like the fucking haircut you know the fucking chip tooth like he actually his tooth was actually chipped. I, I think he had like a, a chip before and then he had a, you know, a cap on it and he took it out for this movie. Um, I could be wrong on that, but that's, that was the story I heard then and I'm sticking with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, and Jeff Daniels, uh, you know, I wasn't really, 
he he was I wasn't crazy about Jeff Daniels in this, I gotta say, even as much as I love this movie, but he did have his moments and they did have there's a definite chemistry, like undeniably. You can't say that they didn't have a chemistry in this. And um, you know, then once again, you know, a lot of like supporting cast that was really fun and once again my boy holland williams uh you know taking us stealing a scene quick give me another bottle come on hurry 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 come on come on okay and registration, please. You fellas were going a little fast back there, wouldn't you say? You, uh, you fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? No. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no. No. Uh -uh. Yeah, but what's that? That's nothing, sir. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, well, are uh, you aware that uh, it's against the law to have an open alcohol container here in the state of Pennsylvania? Come on, give me that booze, you little pumpkin pie hair-cutted freak. Come on. Sir, no, wait, 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 wait. No, sir, don't. Don't drink. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. And, uh, you know, it was just, hey, I mean, this was just, like I said, the com the, the chemistry between those two, it, it, it made itself visible in a lot of scenes, you know, like this one. I got, I got to stop and go to the bathroom. Just go, man. Oh. Uh, that's really warm. And you know, then you got you know, who can forget sea bass? Feels good to mingle with these laid back country folk, don't it, here? I like it a lot. Uh oh, what? What's the matter? You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Spilling the salt is very bad luck. Driving across a country, the last thing we need is bad luck. Quick, toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Uh-uh. Too little, too late, Harry. 
Who's the dead man that hit me with the salt shaker? Terrible mistake, sir. Please, oh, believe me, I would never do anything to offend a man of your size. Kick his ass, Seabass! Go ahead, Seabass. You gonna eat that? What, that? No, yes. No, well, no, I, I'd crossed my mind. Yeah. Well, of course, I could be biased with my love of this, uh, all these Farley Brothers movies. I mean, them being from Rhode Island, me being from Rhode Island, there's always like, Rhode Island always plays like a, a significant part of the movie, or at least it's always mentioned in there, it's always originated from there, or ending there, or, you know, whatever the case may be, they 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 come from Rhode Island, and they kept it real when they made their movies. And and these guys just did it on all levels for me and always hit my formula of keeping it simple, you know, being gross. Uh, I think I think the whole toilet humor thing was, they coined that phrase talking about their movies. Um, and of course the, uh, you know, just the irreverence, like everything was on the table for these guys, you know, like, you know, go back to something about Mary with the, the whole Warren thing and like half of the movie was, you know, jokes about, you know, uh, like learning disabled people, which yeah, it's not a funny subject, but it's like I said, you got to be able to laugh about everything. You know, you, you just have to, you can't always take it seriously because you know, then it'll, you just drive yourself nuts and it just makes it, you got to shed some, some positive light on things and we can laugh about everything, you know, not just the disabled or are, you know, unfortunate people. Like we can laugh at ourselves and that's, that's the whole point of comedy. It's, it's just, just kind of, taking something that's bad and trying to have some fun with it and make it good. And when everybody can, can kind of, you know, get on board with that and not be so sensitive. Um, I think the world would be a better place, you know, and this is just, uh, these movies just kind of show that like you can have fun with that. I don't remember there being, I'm sure there was some kind of, you know, protesting about it and, and whatever, probably multiple times with the Farley brothers, how they, they just, they go after everybody. They don't give a shit. And, you know, hey, let's just lighten up, people. Get, get, have some fun with stuff. Um, you know, I, that's just my opinion. I don't know. But anyway, I just, you know, this was my, my top 10 90s comedy movies. Um, you know, like I said, I, I had, I figured I had an opportunity to get this out there. Uh, I know Amelia wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, wouldn't want to do it, Emilio. I'm all set with the comedies, but uh, you know, I I love the guy. So you know, maybe one of these days I'll I'll uh, get him to sit down and watch a comedy again with me because he was one. We'd always sit and watch him together and fucking laugh our asses off. He's watched probably all of these movies and will quote these things to each other constantly. So I don't know where that all comes from, Emilio. Lighten up. Let's laugh. And uh, watch that old school. I, all right, so I'm going to do this while he's not here. It's not fun to talk about somebody while they're not here. But, you know, I've been trying to get this guy to watch the movie Old School, which didn't make my list because it came out in like 2002 or three or something. Um, but one of my fucking all-time favorites. 
And I knew he would like it because I know he likes all these movies. And I've been trying to get him to watch it for 18 fucking years. And he refuses. And now it's like a spite thing where he won't do it. Like, got to the point where I, one Christmas, like, we don't exchange gifts. You know, we're not like, we don't do that. But just one year, I went on Amazon. I ordered the DVD. I had it sent to his house, put Merry Christmas on it. Now you don't get an excuse. And he still hasn't watched it. So, Emilio, stop being a fucking grump. Watch the movie. Uh, but that's all I'm going to say about that. I uh, really appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to my show again. Uh, all Geeked Out. We are on Facebook at All Geeked Out Podcast. Um, this is uh, this is the 17th, I believe, episode of the season. So we got three more three more episodes for this season. Then uh, season two comes. Uh, you're not going to have to wait too long for it, but you're going to see some changes. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get better with every episode. Uh, I feel like we do. Uh, maybe this one took a dive. I don't know. I haven't, uh, haven't, I got to listen to it first, but you know, we're trying to bring you some new things. You know, I, I wanted to try to infuse some, some, some clips and, and stuff like that. I wanted to make it as entertaining as possible. Please go on the, the web, the, uh, the Facebook page, like the show, share it with your friends. Um, we want to get bigger. We want, we want to share on our, you know, love of movies and, and TV and books and all that shit. We want to share it with everybody. Uh, I think we got something to offer, uh, and for all you guys that have been out there listening, you know, from the beginning, I really appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for, for everything. Thank you for the support, everybody. And, uh, no, it's just a really, uh, I feel privileged to be able to, to have people that will listen so I can do this. Uh, cause I really have fun with it and I know Emilio does too. So thank you everybody. Once again, thank you for listening. And, um, you know, once as always keep an eye out for the next episode of All Geeked Out.